WCW presents Starcade 1994. Yeah. You had a theme. I think at this point, the <laughs> had a theme. I think that at this point, everyone just gave up. Welcome everyone to Squared Circle Rewind. <laughs> that was that was awful. You remember the episode of Friends? <laughs> Where Ross was playing the keyboard, yes. and he thought it was so good. Yes, because he's a shut up. Ross that was better. <laughs> he, he was he was a musical because it genius. ended with an explosion every time. Dude. I I I, <laughs> I thought the narrator would have been like no instead of the yeah. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> I'm Jesse, joined by Ben and Dave. I'm Ben. I'm Dave. There we That's go. Jesse, <laughs> and this is Dave, and I'm Ben. <laughs> so we're picking up on the goofy shit from last week, hey? Less Slurpee. Less Slurpee. Less same, Slurpee this same week. Same amount of goof. Yep. We here at Squared Circle Rewind no longer endorse Slurpees. Nope. <laughs> that's for that's your... That's not true. We endorse it. We just don't have it while we're... Up late. Podcasting. Uh, so, as always, let's get some Body Slam. <laughs> Body Slam! On current events with Dave Body, and now here's Dave. What's up, Body Slammers? So we're gonna talk about Heart Foundation. Obviously, that was the special theme that Ben took the time to create for me. So thank you for that. I didn't really created. I just pushed play. <laughs> I was gonna say he went up to YouTube and pressed play. It still took. I time. called Jim Johnson himself, saying, "Yo, can I? Yo, Jim, you gotta hook me up, man." Yo, Jim, Jim. <laughs> nothing going on you got fired so heart foundation was officially announced today the original heart foundation minus jimmy hart so jim the anvil not hart and brett the hitman hart are inducted in the hall of fame which means so far we have three hall of famers being inducted again which is booker t Shawn michaels and bret hart booker t is already in the hall of fame he sure is yeah so we have three people being inducted twice i thought they were gonna throw flair in there somewhere too (laughs) he's going in again (laughs) DX, you see Flair in the background. <laughs> Woo! Like, what are you doing? We're even part of that. Uh, and as a result of that announcement, a lot of fans have been sharing opinions, if you will, if you will, if you will. <laughs> about how they are. How should I say this? Displeased. Oh, you're, you're going really. Are you, are you covering, are you <laughs> covering going, like, for the really right now? Political yeah. with this. They are. Your word. They're displeased with the fact that we do so not have. Pissed? Yes. Okay. They're they're upset. <laughs> That they don't have Davy Boy, Brian Pillman, and Owen included. But they did say the original Heart Foundation. So it's kind of like fans smart or not. Now here's here's my question to you two. How do you feel? No. Oh, you asked me a question. When, when I say Heart Foundation, which incarnation do you think of first? I think of Jim Neanville, Neidhart, and Bret Hart. Same. Same? Same with me. So when they said Heart Foundation, when you messaged in our group chat... Saying Heart Foundation, the first thing I thought of was, oh, Brett and Jim. Yeah, that's who I. I think know of. that they had the five man group later, but I don't. That's not the first thing that comes to mind. It's like DX. To be quite honest, when I think DX, a lot of the time I think of the Triple H led group with with Road Dog, Billy Gunn. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Because that because the Shawn Michaels Triple H China Rick Rude one was only in circulation for what six months because Shawn got a back injury at Mania it got it off the ground but it wasn't a staple yeah 
the Triple H led one was around for like three oh, yeah, years. A long time. Yeah, and so, it, and it got elevated. Same way with the Heart Foundation, the Five Man one that was that wasn't around for long because kind Brett, of the reverse, you know, because c- Brett screwed Brett, you know, so it had to go away. You had to throw that in there. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so. My feelings on this is we don't know the backstage circumstances, the politics. We don't know what's going on. Obviously, with Owen, we kind of have a feel to we, why. We know exactly why. Exactly, he's and I res- and I respect it. In. I totally respect that. Her choice, man. Yep. In regards to Davy, now we can see him possibly go in with Dynamite as British Bulldogs. Possibly, yep. But the only thing is, but that, again, they have to go through the exactly the estates, right? Because is Dynamite still alive? No, he passed no, away. He passed away. Yeah. So now they have to go through the estates. And the British Bulldog name is now with Harry, so it's like they gotta go through Harry and and the family. In regards to Brian, I can see him going as a single. To be honest with you, see, I can't. I don't. No, think I'll ever going. No. Didn't he OD on something? Like that's how he died. Yes. Same way as Mister. Yeah, I know, but it just like was Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman. People don't think of Brian Pillman like they do Mister Perfect. Yeah, no. but they also you guys always remember what was the biggest storyline that Pillman had with Stone Cold. Shoot, man, yeah. that was a huge. huge it was huge situation, but yeah, I don't know. And you know, he he was a he he got a lot of performers of the of the night when he was wrestling WCW with us. That's true. That's so right. I think he does deserve. It. I think he's just being grouch. I am a grouch. It's a true story. <laughs> yeah, I won't deny uh, that. Another thing that people are saying online that's a very popular opinion is they're only doing it because Jim passed away, which I think is on the fans' part a real dick thing to say. Yeah, because we don't know if they've been talked with. And they were in talks with Jim before he passed about this, and they couldn't announce it in August. So to have that assumption is just like, come on, guys. Yeah. Come on. I know we saw it with Perfect. We saw it with Eddie. But that does not mean Eddie was a, okay. Eddie was a surprise. Yes, uh, like like that was a total unexpected death. Uh, even Mister Perfect was an unexpected. It was. Death. So if that's the case, when they they have inducted Bulldog in two thousand and two when he passed. Yeah. So like, fans, come on, be smart. Just, turn just your be fil- smart. turn your filter on. But, and by the way, with Eddie and that, the Hall of Fame wasn't even doing its thing until two thousand five. They went they went like ninety three ninety four. Or was it 94, 95, 96? And then nothing till 2005. Yeah, they stopped 2004, actually. But still, that was yeah. after Eddie passed, wasn't it? No, he uh, passed away in 2005. Yeah, he passed oh, the sorry. same year he was inducted. It, it, was after it, it really started to gain a lot of momentum and steam in uh, 2004 when they started like inducting Jesse Ventura, Tito Santana for WrestleMania 20. Gotcha. And yeah. then you also got to think of Edge. He retired, and then that same year, he was inducted. So is that a way of belittling his induction? So that's why I'm like, fans, you have to understand that, yeah, unfortunately, Jim passed away. But once again, we don't know the backstage yeah. circumstances. And this isn't, a, this isn't a typical, like, this is not a, a professional sport no. where there's there's rules that you have to be retired for five years before you're eligible. This is wrestling, guys. This is wrestling. It's not the sports it's, writers uh, that It's, uh, it's who they everybody. can call up and who will accept the payday to come down and have a speech and dress up in a suit. That's it. That's what it comes down to. Like they're like actually, I'll bring up Macho Man for example. He was asked in the past to go into the, the Hall of Fame. He declined. Out of all the guys that defected to WCW, Macho's the one that left on the best terms. He's the only one that Vince on Raw said goodbye to. 
which is and, actually and, one of my notes. And thanked for his service. Did he did he do that for Hogan after he went to WCW? No. Uh, Lex Luger? No. Jeff Jarrett, when he bought WCW, he said, I ain't hiring that fucking guy. Like, should I'm pretty sure it didn't happen with Brett either. I think he left on some pretty bad see? terms. So, that, that just puts, like, the internet community, when they say shit like that, it's like, take, take five minutes and think before you type. Because you sound like an idiot when you, <laughs> when you, when you do that. Just take five minutes and think about something. But we finally see it. Jim Hart. That goes for you too, Dave. <laughs> I, I give myself minutes. 10. I give myself 10 minutes. Yeah. You uh, can't keep attention span for 10 minutes. All right. So what oh. else you got? Well, we're moving on because Ben's just being rude. Okay. That's uh, the next big announcement was the first ever women's WrestleMania main event, which is featuring Rousey. Lynch wait, wait, wait. And is Flair. this a true main event or is this, this like is the true Edge main versus event. Del Rio opened the show? No, main no, no. Event. This, this is, is like a genuine the main event. true main event. All right. Alright, I like it. I don't, just the fans frustrate me. It's the but they're the ones that have the star power and the best story, besides well, that, Kobe. And they're saying that um the storyline was forced. I'm like What? I, I don't understand forced. when someone says storylines are forced, they're uh, written. How, how is okay, whoa, 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 and how is this forced? They're saying that so you, Charlotte Flair's involvement was very random. I I can give them that. But considering she's on SmackDown, also now she's involved on Raw. So yeah, I can she's, understand. but she's also been intertwined with the I other can, two. I can understand the confusion because it wasn't really best explained. Okay. Like there wasn't that... Because you know how you like to make things, make, things uh, make sense for you to support yes. it. Yeah. It didn't really make sense for Vince to come out and say, See, Charlotte's replacing on Raw, here you go. But it did make sense to me, but go on. It, it, it does did. to me too, actually. It, uh, they could have done it a, a better way, I think. Because they people forgot that Becky and Charlotte had their... Chances of winning the SmackDown Women's Championship because of Rousey. They forgot that. Where she came out, she pushed the ladder, and they both flew. And it's like, that's how this all started. Yeah. And then and then they also forget that Becky was injured, thanks to Nia Jax. And so, that was my point that I was just going to make, was that they're saying it's forced. Because WWE been developing forced Nia for Jax to throw her elbow recklessly into Becky Lynch's face. Because if they did... Vince is a goddamn genius for orchestrating that. Well, because that launched Becky Lynch into the stratosphere. And they were talking like she was the, she was a new Austin. Well, it's the same thing with Stan Hansen when he broke Bruno Sammartino's neck with the, with the Lariat. Now he's Stan the Lariat Hansen. They just they capitalized on something that went wrong and they're making opportunity and the fans are like, it's forced. It's not forced. That's about as organic as you get. <laughs> and uh, Vince, is, Vince McMahon's motto, let's take a negative and make it into a positive. Well, and like I think wrestling fans use the term "forced" very loosely. Like they use it for everything. Well, that's forced. Like how do they? Overrated. How do they define that? It's oh, yeah, forced. Like forcing them down our throats. And I'm like, at the same time, let's look at all the matches. There's right now. There's 15 matches. 14, 15 matches booked. Lock in, boys. Which Lock matches? In. Which matches have the most like the most emotion into it? That involves social media and the weekly television. The women's match. Yeah, and and who's Oscar Co- even facing at Mania? And Kofi Mania. That's the other one that's which that's, only developed like a month ago. Yeah, but man, is that forced? Hey? Oh, it's very forced. Oh. But like, we don't even know who Oscar's facing yet at Mania. It's probably gonna be Mandy Rose, and it might even be Sonya Deville involved somehow too. But like, we don't even know who's in. Like, have they even officially announced a IC title match yet? 
between Lashley and Balor? No, but no. Do, do you not so, feel like it's kind of assumed? Yeah, but that's the problem is all these matches are assumed. The only real match that has actually been delivering in the story is the Triple Threat Women's match. I like Charlotte being involved in the I do triple. too. I, I think love she's Charlotte. very deserving of it. She was involved in the story from the get-go. Who did Becky Lynch name to face Rousey? Uh, Charlotte. It was Charlotte. Yep. And then she went and snapped at Rousey. Like, there's, there's history there. And so when Vince, It's intertwined with yes, each other. So when Vince calls her out, it's like, okay, it makes sense. There's history yeah. there. And you know what? Becky Lynch is being kind of a tool right now. She won't listen. So we need to get somebody who will listen. And you get a little bit of a heat seeker. You're, you're, you're making Charlotte a little bit of a heat seeker yeah. as well. And it made sense because she was a true heel at the time. Yeah. Becky Lynch was the face, and Rousey was Rousey. They weren't, but now sure Rousey's Rousey just was doing. a badass mofo that don't give a shit about anything. So I don't know where it's gone from here, but it's, I'm gonna enjoy the shit out of that match. It's gonna be good. I'm gonna be tired. It's gonna yeah. be an emotional match, I think, for the women involved, obviously, and for the women backstage. It's a, I'm great. Uh, I'm so happy to see the main event be for the women because the truth is they take the same risks. Yeah, they do the same job. You know what the thing is? The story deserves it. The story is so well. Like, how they intertwined it with Twitter was amazing. To the point where they were getting pretty vulgar and pretty personal. To the point where you're like, okay. Perfect. We don't know. That's we don't perfect, know if this though. is legit. Yeah, is this legit? Exactly. That's what we want. And then with Ronda Rousey launching her own shirt um, company, selling her own shirt designs that were mocking kayfabe. I think that's genius. I was like, this is perfect. I like I think the that story. Was ge- I thought that was genius. And as a result of that, that's all I got. All right. Now, one one last thing. We're talking about forced and how this is forced on us. Okay. Because you can't change the Well, then how do you explain Kofi? Are the fans forcing Kofi on WWE to do something with him? Is that not the same principle? No. Did the same with Daniel Bryan. Well, okay. So... Takes two. The yeah. fans wanted the power, and now we got it. Now they're still listen. Pushing. The fans booked this shit. The McMahon's came out and told you you were in charge. So if shit gets booked like this, it's your fault. That's it. The only one thing I will say that feels forced is Baron Coleman versus Kurt Angle. Yeah, that should be. <laughs> I think my I definition of force is it doesn't make any sense. If, if that if, if that match though is shorter than their entrances, I'd be totally fine with it. I want Angle to squash him. I actually think it's the office pulling a rib on the fans. I think they're just having fun with them because I think they're going to have something better in mind and in store. I, I think they're so. just. I Cena think this jumps Corbin and goes and faces. I think. Yeah, I don't think that's far fetched. I would love if Cena came out wearing his short trunks that, I, they, I that would, he debuted in with I those would red. Not love that. <laughs> just and then just come on the mic and be like ruthless aggression, aggression. 2.0. Oh. <laughs> All right, before we get off track, I think we should move forward. Yeah. Time, time <laughs> for some time. facts. It's now time for your beneficial facts. Starcade 94. Oh, my goodness. Was, was that a pay-per-view or is that a pay-per-view, my boys? Well, it took place on December 27th of 1994 at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee in front of 8,200 fans. The venue was sold out for this event. So something was going right. Until the 
Well, they did. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Until the bell rang. Until the bell rang. Oh, 11 minutes the in. cliche right there. And then the bell rang. <laughs> Commentary was done by Tony Schiavone and Bobby the Brain Heenan. All right. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> Heenan's a god. In this, yeah. He's, he's pretty great. Macho Man Randy Savage makes his WCW pay-per-view debut at this event. Randy's WWE contract expired in October of 1994. His final WWE TV appearance was on October 31st edition of Monday Night Raw, where he would make the save for Lex Luger against Bob Backlund. The following week on November 7th, Vince McMahon would announce that Savage had left the company and thanked him for all of his contributions and wished him the best of luck in the future. Classy. Yes, very uh, the main event for Starcade received much criticism, mm. especially from wrestling journalists and writers. While Wade Keller would dub this one of the low points of WCW, uh, Dave Meltzer would say, "Watch at your own risk and <laughs> avoid watching this match of all at all costs." Dave Meltzer hates everything Hogan. Yeah, well, <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. He he loathes Hogan. Like he hates the guy. And he has never given Hogan a good rating for any of his matches. Well, he's right for this one. He is, but just like there's a great I don't bring Meltzer up a There's a bias lot. here is what you're saying. Yeah, oh, for sure. I think Meltzer... He's right on this yeah. case, but there is a bias. He could have good matches and he'd be like, hey, man, man, man. Him versus Raw, zero. Yeah, exactly. I am conflicted with quite a few things Meltzer says, but I'm with him 100% on this one. Uh, the Honky Tonk Man was originally advertised for the show... Scheduled to challenge Johnny B. Bad for the TV title. But was fired only days before the event, refusing to put Johnny B. Bad over. Again? Well, he tried He tried an old school, like, territory day. He's going to hold up the promoter. Um, when the promotion is owned by Ted Turner, yeah, wrong. You pick your battles. Oh, Picked a bad battle here. He's and, replaceable. And Bischoff, yeah. yeah, Bischoff just said, yeah, no, he's not. According to Bischoff, like Honky Tonk Man was basically getting in Eric Bischoff's grill about, yeah, I'm not putting this guy over. And he was doing it in front of like other staff members and everything. And Bischoff, I think, handled this properly. He said, you know, if people are watching this happen and if I bend to the will of this, then I've got no credibility. I've agreed with Bischoff when yep. he said that 100%. He's got to make a stand. He's got to put his foot down and say no. This isn't how it works. So you're going to try and force me. Uh, yep, see you later. So anyways. Uh, back to the negative response on the event. Scott, Scott Keith of 411 Mania wrote, Welcome to Rock Bottom as Hogan's egomania result in the main event of the biggest WCW show of the year involving Ed Leslie, dot, 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 the Butcher. And also suggested strong recommendation to avoid watching this match. We also recommend not watching this pay-per-view at all. Just listen to our review. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll save you a ton of trouble. We'll save you at least two hours and 46 minutes. All right. Time with your family. Yeah. Buy rates. Not good. <laughs> as, Starcade what? as Starcade would only have a pay-per-view buy rate of 0.6. Keep in mind that from 1987 to 1991, buy rates would not be below 1.0. Wow. And this is, and these were just as bad of, a, well, actually, no, they weren't as bad of events, but they weren't far off. Wow. So this is not a good number considering the money that is being thrown at Hogan at this time. It would 
improve down the line, but just just to get you up to speed as to you know some of the little points in Hogan's contract. Uh, Two million dollar signing bonus. Just putting a pen to uh, pen to paper. He pocketed fifteen percent of sales of every pay per view event, which allowed which uh, for what she wrestled at with a minimum guarantee of six hundred seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah, just to give you a couple of ideas here. And um, the thing is, he's the only one that could that has the clout to do that. Yeah, he is. But still, you're you're throwing a just crap. Lo- you're you're taking a big risk here. Why? <laughs> well, no, you you do. If you have the power to make that kind of money, you do. You don't you don't leave money on the table. No, just to be a nice guy. That's stupid. Oh, and he had creative control in his contract as well. And uh, interest- as he should, because well, if you've looked at WCW as we have, you probably should have creative control, or else he'll end up as Oz. <laughs> or if you give him creative control, we get a main event like we got tonight. There's the other end of it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, um, and this, I mean, this is all interesting considering that in 1993, WCW allegedly lost um, roughly $23 million over the course of the year. Hmm. So it's just, it's interesting that... And that's with Ric Flair and Vader headlining most shows. Mm. Oh, and at the time of the show, Harlem Heat had won the WCW tag team titles prior to the show, but... The match had not been televised yet. So Harlem Heat were not announced as the champions, nor did they wear the belts to the ring. Thank wow. you, because you had mentioned at Halloween Havoc, this is the last Stars and Stripes pay-per-view. And then on this pay-per-view, they're like, Stars and Stripes are the tag team champions. And I'm just like trying to put two and two together. I'm like, what the... Ben well, lied. Well, when are they going to lose the belts? And then, thank you for enlightening me. That makes a whole lot more sense. <laughs> These have been your beneficial facts. Our first match of the evening, we got Bader versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan for the U.S. title. Duggan is the champ going in. Bader wins by pinfall at 12 minutes and 6 seconds. Hooray! Dave, what are your thoughts? I don't know why you guys are cheering because we had to watch 12 minutes of this match before that finish. But, But Bader won. In 12 minutes. I you know. still have to watch this for 12 minutes, guys. I, know. I thought it started off with some good intensity. and But at the same time... <laughs> that involved, Ben's face right now is the best. He's like, no. It's just like... the, the no. you know, it was trying to get, like, But what? then it involved... One of the participants was Duggan. So we got to see his terrible punches. <laughs> the windmill Man, punches. Are, are they not the worst punches in uh, wrestling? Like, yeah, I want to see a match between Duggan and, and Shane McMahon. Oh, just just punches, nothing else. The wind would knock them out. Very Shane man would look like Ricky Steamboat. Compared I to thought that. this match was very boring for the simple fact that it was. It felt very one sided for most of the match. It was yeah. just Duggan working Vader. And I'm like, why? Why are we seeing Duggan overpower Vader? <laughs> like, what, what what's going on here? Uh, although I thought towards the end it was okay storytelling. In a sense where I was just like, I gotta I got watch this. I gotta, I gotta figure a way to make this somewhat tolerable. <laughs> I gotta so figure I'll give one good this. note of good storytelling because Vader wins at the end. <laughs> with, with, I will say a very botched wheelbarrow. What the hell is he doing a wheelbarrow slam for a finish after... Maybe maybe Jim doesn't want to take his other moves. Like the, ba- first, the Vader bomb doesn't beat him, but right? a stupid win... And barrel bullshit <laughs> thing does. And did you see how Duggan like tiptoed when he sold it? He's like, 
<laughs> and like, he like like fucking uh, like fish flopped it. And at first, when they're setting up, I thought they were gonna do it on a turnbuckle. Yeah, because he was like right. I was like, that would be cool. <laughs> and then he missed. That'd be like, cool. Damn it. Jim Duggan in the ring. That'd be great. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you have the option to do so to watch this match, I highly advise you do not. Bet. Go watch something else. <laughs> well, follow that, Ben. <laughs> Fucking awful work by Duggan. Right. The only impressive thing Duggan did was hold Vader up for a respectable amount of time before body slamming him. That was the only impressive thing he did. I will agree with that statement. I agree. Vader really couldn't do much here as Duggan was very limited. And I'm being very kind when I say that. Uh, Vader does win the title garnering the number one contender position for the WCW title. So he there was... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 he what? already had the number one contendership. He won the triangle match. Yeah, but he won the title. He they said, yeah, but they said that the U.S. title automatically gives him. So he has the two number. title shots. Yeah, he he got a title shot for the triangle. WCW. <laughs> <laughs> if you fail the first time, everything. it's okay. You, you you got a second try. It's you know the CFL what? rules. You know what? Fuck this company. <laughs> WCW. Fuck this company. Awful. <laughs> I was happy for Vader as for winning that title as he's been a real workhorse for the years with the company and he's getting his just due so I was happy to see him rewarded for that. Mm. But uh but the match sucked ass so that's um, Can we talk about uh Jim something Duggan? more positive or anything else? <laughs> Jim Duggan's windmill axe handle two foot jump strike. Did you see that? That was phenomenal. What's with people jumping in the 80s? Sorry, in, in the 94 era. For, the 94 jump. era? What? 94 era. The, the 94 era of 1994. The, the era, era of 1994. It was 365 days long, apparently. It's a, fucking, it's a long era. <laughs> Tonka. Uh, did you guys hit, uh, see jumping. Duggan hit Vader with a low blow right in front of the ref? And the ref's like, it's fine. Yeah, I did. It's the ref's fine. like, it's not a 2 by 4 which is good. So we'll, we'll call we'll it. Give him this one. We'll call it Your even. therapy sessions we've been sending you to are really starting to pay off, Doug, and we'll let this one Jesus. slide. Like, fuck. So the finish was Duggan runs into race holding a 2 by 4 Oh, there it is. There's uh, always a 2 by 4 involved somehow. Then Vader does a really sloppy wheelbarrow slam to win. It looked weird. Ugh. 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 I kind of like how Harley Race is going, come on, tough guy. Come on, tough guy. <laughs> at least he didn't get involved too, too, much, too, too much. Well, right at the beginning, he was right in there taking yeah. a bump. Yep. I'm like, does, does Race get like off I'd rather, bumps? okay, well, I'd rather see at the beginning of the one match. one bump of the evening is Jean-Paul Levesque who I think may become something oh it's Levesque business. I thought Levesque, Levesque. that's oh. what they said they said okay. Levesque and I'm like no it's Levesque we don't, we don't pronounce the S and coming to us from Germany Alex this Wunderkind that's Wunderkind that's Wunderkind right. and nobody can see right now but Ben's dancing <laughs> And he's actually very good at it. Zumba. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alex Wright wins my pinfall at 14 minutes and 3 seconds. Ben. Nice to see some fresh up-and-coming talent being showcased in WCW for a change. Mm. Uh, very impressed with... One will the... be gone within the year, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm 
thinking of, I mean, the now <laughs> okay, okay. kind of thing. So very impressed with Levesque's um, wrestling ability and tactics. Uh, he's, uh, he's quite cerebral and uh, really knows how to play the game. Um, oh, God. It, it gets worse, Jesse. It's just awful. It gets worse, I'm sorry. Alex Wright was superb, I thought. A uh, couple of spots that were not so fluent, but I'll give the benefit of the doubt. The guy's 18 years old. Was he 18? He's 18. Wow. So, no wonder he's so goddamn skinny. That's what I kept on more, like looking the whole match. I'm like, how is he so skinny? 18. Just how? Well, because he's 18. The okay. younger, yeah, I mean, the younger talents still have a few kinks to work out before they come ring generals or, you know, king of kings. And uh, both were very athletic, impressive, and I thought this was the best match on the card. It was the only match that didn't bother the shit out of me. And especially... Um, Wright's badass uh, sweet dancing moves he's got there. Badass. Badass. That's one dark kid. That's one kid. Actually, I want to I wanna Wikipedia and actually see what that means. Go ahead, Dave. Okay. I, I was I, excited. I, I swear it's going to be the wonder kid is what it's going to end up being. <laughs> Go on. It's game time. That's the first thing I thought of. It's oh game my time. God. I was Why? excited. I was excited. Um, it's so... When you look at Triple H now, and look at him then, you're just like, how? How do you go from Jean-Paul Levesque to the cerebral assassin who is a guy that throws Randy Orton through his house window? And this guy's... Wait, uh, Jean-Paul Levesque is Triple H? I think so. I think so. How'd you you, Um, you decipher this? (laughs) I will say... It was the three names. It was the three names. Right from the get-go, seeing Alex Wright do... I call it the Owen Hart. Where he does the moonsault the top rope into the ring. Now, that was nice. It's very refreshing because at this point, those said we were used to rest holds. And sloppy Oh, don't matches. worry. There's going to be some more in oh, the yeah. coming up here. Uh, I thought it wasn't a great match by no means, but you, you can't go expecting that considering it's uh, it was Wright's debut, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah it was Wright's and debut. And Jean-Paul Levesque. Yeah, at it least. was Jean-Paul Levesque's pay-per-view, pay-per-view debut. Yes. yes. Okay. So... Considering their it's their debuts basically, or as uh, Matt Riddle will say, their debuts. 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 It was good for what it was. It was good for what it was. It was good to see some nice drop kicks for once. It was a refreshing change of pace from the last match for sure. You almost did a, 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 an accent there. Who knew WCW <laughs> has been promising young talent? Right. They don't even know. They don't even know. No, they really don't. No. We're not joking. They actually really don't. Listen, they're paying Hogan too much to be to be. They don't give a shit to be screwing around. All their money is tied up in that. Exactly. So, definition of uh, wonderkind: um, a child prodigy. Oh. Also, one who succeeds in a competitive or highly difficult field or profession at an early age. So the child prodigy. So that actually. Wow! They actually gave him a name that kind of makes sense. And then he won. So yeah. Alex Wright reverses a charge into the corner by Levesque and rolls him up to win. Solid match. Yeah, it was good. You know, it was a good showing of them. It was a good. It was a good showing. Little sloppy of points because they're green. Expected, but you know, you know, we have to remember at this time there's no NXT. Like there's no like. Well, there's not even a. There's power, no developmental territory. There's not even a power plant. The power plant is yeah. around at this time. Is it? Yes. Oh. The fans are like. What's happening? When, is uh, there one? Is there Alex, <laughs> when they brought Alex Wright over, they actually did polish him off at the um, at the power plant before they actually got him in the rings on oh, okay. uh, live events and that kind of thing. So he basically just said, Dave and Jesse are both wrong. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Love cool. it. Because Teamwork. I have beneficial <laughs> facts. And That's you didn't true. ask me. 
video. Y'all are dancing. Hold on, let me go. You wonder why we don't do video, Ben? Can we please start? Our next match of the evening is for the television title. Arn Anderson replacing, as Ben said earlier, Honky Tonk Man versus Johnny B. Bad. Bad is the champion. And Johnny B. Bad wins by pinfall at 12 minutes and 11 seconds. Dave? Uh, not much notes, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, during the middle of the match, there's a, a part where uh, Arn Anderson looks at uh, Johnny B. Bad and says, Don't be cute with me. Yeah, and he, I was looked, like, he looked frustrated with him. I, I wouldn't test him. I don't him. think this is a part of the match. No. <laughs> no. I think it's no. a, a, a statement as a reaction to what's happening in the match. Where yeah. Arn, it wasn't Arn's best work. And I, I think due to the fact that we, now we know that Hawkeye Man was scheduled to appear, that Anderson probably went in the match very like, are you serious? Yeah, I gotta work do with the this job. guy. Do the job. And put him over. Like, you are a hired performer. Do the job is what he was probably feeling. Yeah. And unfortunately, as a result, I've, uh, how he was feeling, I think this match wasn't as good as it could have been. Arn's almost done at this point, isn't he? He's getting there. He's, We're not far. You can tell. Yeah. yeah that he's like, just like, just pay me. Yeah. Just pay me. Get me in another ring. Nothing special. Uh, it was tolerable, I guess, for how long he said it was for. 12 minutes. Yeah, well, I got, well, I got some shit. Minutes. Are you, you finished? I'm Because I, I got some shit to rip oh. on this match. Okay, you, you so the, shit. the Honky Talk Man is fired days before <clears throat> the event, and we still can't find time to change out his fucking ring theme. That was hilarious. What the fuck was that? <laughs> they start playing, and they're like, oh, wait. Where's Honky Talk Man? <laughs> so you can't, like, commu- oh, can I tell you guys I fired him. You can't communicate with the sound guy. Just get rid of his theme. Like really? <laughs> well, you delete your sound effects all the time. Yeah, maybe he did that. <laughs> yes, but I fixed them. Ah, see, I'm, no, I'm, I'm saying how easy it, yes. it is to delete stuff because you do it all the time. Oh, I thought you were shitting on me. Well, oh, kind nine of. out of ten times you backhand. do. <laughs> well, I've shit on you, so shit. Okay. Shit for shit, got it. Yeah, got um, it. I felt Tip for little, tat. Yeah, I felt it, uh, turd for tat. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, I felt I felt little to no pulse as far as emotion or energy in the match, except for as you mentioned, Arn Anderson probably <laughs> killing Johnny B. Bad in his mind. Don't get cute with me. And it was literally a I'm substituting in the last minute for honky tonk, so I'll just be as basic as I possibly can to get a paycheck and just get the hell out of here. And uh, my most important note here, I didn't like it. Arn That's how I actually feel, picks That's how you up feel? Johnny B. Bad and puts him on the turnbuckle and then says, don't be cute with me. He was so frustrated with him the entire match. And you could tell. It's a very uncomfortable match. Yeah. And Johnny B. Bad looks scared because he didn't know what to do. What's well, Arn Anderson? You've seen that scowl? Yeah, that's true. Well, and, and like, if you saw the spinebuster that Arn did, it kind of looked like he was purposely trying to... Hurt <laughs> like, yeah. you, you, like, it looked like Bad tried to stop it. But he didn't. So the finish was Arn reverses a monkey flip and Jackknife pins Bad using the ropes. The ref catches him. And as Arn, Arn is distracted thinking he won the match, Bad rolls him up to win. I hate those kind of finishes. They bother me so much. Arn. Not a good showing. Arn looks stupid. Yeah, yeah, you make your heel look really dumb. Uh, Bad didn't look good, and Arn looked really frustrated through, throughout the entire thing. I didn't like this match. Nope. 
Mm-mm. Our next match of the evening, we got Harlem Heat with one of the best entrance themes ever versus the Nasty Boys with not so good of an entrance theme. Nasty Boys. Oh, God. The nasty, nasty the nasty boys, boys win by disqualification at boys. 17 minutes and 49 seconds. Ben. Ah, oh, shit. I got to start <laughs> this match. Damn it. Damn boys. Oh, jeez. I cannot believe the nasty boys won tag team of the year in 1994. How bad is the tag team scene at this point? Mm. You got to think, though, at WWF, there's not a lot of tag no, teams. No, there's either, not. So. To my point, how yeah. bad is the tag team scene? Um, the match Marcus was... Bagwell could have won it by himself. He's had a few different partners. No, he's <laughs> too busy winning Rookie of the Year, though. <laughs> For three years. He's Rookie of the Year. What? Uh, the match of the... Uh, no, the match of the year. <laughs> it was the um, match of the year! It's not the match of the year. It's not what I was saying. <laughs> I bumbled myself there. Uh, the match was all over the place and had a lot of botches that were really noticeable. Uh, the suplex into the guardrail from Stevie <laughs> Ray was the big one that stood out That's to me. That's my notes. That's my notes. That's your note? Yeah, <laughs> Is that your note or That's one of notes. your notes? Okay. That's my notes. Uh, too, too long of a match, I thought. How long was the match? 17 yeah. minutes. It definitely felt that long. Yeah. Um, had some structure issues as they were, as I said, all over the place. And really, why was there even a ref there to police that? Yeah, I didn't think it was like, and, and the finish was a disqualification, but you're watching, you're like, is it no DQ? This whole match was a disqualification, to be honest. Well, yeah, it could, it could have been DQ'd at like, you know, 10, Seconds. 15, 20 times at some point. Yeah. That's discretion. Uh, um, oh, fuck. Sherry's hairspray, was it hairspray or deodorant? What was I thought that? it was perfume, but it could have been mace. One of those three. Okay, so Sherry's uh, aerosol can spot. We'll just call it that. Was uh, pathetic. It's not. I love. I love Sherry and Harlem Heat, but well, Jesus! You saw how she turned it to the side and almost sprayed herself. Yeah, like she has to watch some Rick Martel tapes and how to use that kind of stuff. That again, spray. And she, she, should, she should know she was in a love storyline between him and right. Michaels. Like, know your shit, Sherry. God, sensational. And stay, oh, and stay tuned, boys. We will see more of this rivalry. As time goes. So if Hope she, it gets better. That's all I got. Dave, is she finish his shit off. Can I still call her a sensational Sherry? Yes, you can. Yes. <laughs> yes you can. As I don't lose that. She's still sensational predict, with deodorant. I predict purpose. that Harlem Heat will eventually become WWE Hall of Famers. <laughs> that's my first prediction this match. I, I think Booker T is going to become a two-time. Uh, oh, that's bold. Okay. Uh, so, botched Irish whip spot. Like, within the first minute. The first, it was the first <laughs> move. Like, like, uh... It's literally the first Stevie movie. Ray... I don't even know who started the Irish whip. That's how confusing it was. <laughs> and like, Someone in Ireland. They were dancing. And I love when the commentators try to cover this up. Oh, he reversed it, and it didn't work. And then he reversed it again, and it did. Just say it as it is. Yeah. Jesse Ventura would've. Yeah. That was, was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was just... Bobby Heenan is not bashful. I'm like, this is not a good omen. He's really not This bashful. is not a good sign. <laughs> I feel like there's something missing in this match. Like, it just, it felt... Is it like missing heat? Were, it does this, it not feel nasty? No, it just, it felt like there was no substance, no story. Um, not good so where far. Where the boys? Uh, <laughs> where are the boys? As, as you said, there's a spot where 
Stevie goes to try to do like you know on the top rope they do the suplex on the top rope a front yeah. suplex yeah <laughs> like, he smashes his shins his, on it his shins hit and then Stevie's like I tried <laughs> he just looks at him and says yeah I'm out I tried I tried Stevie sold the uh, there's a spot where Stevie to- took a clothesline and he did like that spin thing he did it so well he actually spun oh, kicked oh was it Booker? it's Booker yeah he, he spun kicked uh, Segs in the back of the head <laughs> yes I was yeah, like what? yes, yes it, was, it was Booker because I was yes. like I'm like you just did the freaking um, spin a Rooney yeah the spin a Rooney kick in the air. X kick because like you see Segs like oh shit like I'm like this whole match is just a how, how how good is Booker T though that he could take a move and he did a mid air spinner Rooney and then like a kick in the back of the head that's of right beyond um, that I my favorite part of the match happened not even in the match it happened as Harlem Heat was coming down did you guys hear he didn't go wow look at the size of those guys and the camera was not on Harlem Heat <laughs> it was right on Sherry's chest I did not get that <laughs> And I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Phenomenal. Oh, Heenan. He truly was the brain. Uh, Just so quick-witted. Okay, so the finish was, as Ben was alluding to, Sherry accidentally sprays Stevie Ray with an aerosol can of something. Probably water. Then Booker T gets thrown off the top rope waiting for something to happen, and Sags hits him with a top rope elbow. Beautiful top rope elbow. Elbow. Sherry then tries to come in and splash Sags and then misses and hits Booker T and then a sec uh, was and then a, then the ref calls for a DQ and I'm like but she never actually hit the nasty boys why is there a DQ technically shouldn't have Harlem Heatman D won the match because they were hit by the outside interference I have no clue it's WCW <laughs> we're DQing you for being stupid I probably would exactly. <laughs> I probably would have got thrown out in that uh, board meeting by mentioning <laughs> that, but that's fine. Yeah. Don't use logic. Our next... Our, is this even a match? No, no, no. It's, it's <laughs> I do the, not classify this as a match. No, I do not identify this as a match. It's the first of the triple main event, as Tony Schiavone This said. is one of the main events. That's what he said, because it's... Top it, three. It, it involves the faces of fear against Hogan's buddies. Oh, God. Yes. Kevin Sullivan versus Mr. T wearing a ref uniform. Which led to some pretty nasty comments from Enid. <laughs> Mr. T wins by pinfall at 3 minutes and 50 seconds. That match was only 3 minutes? That match went 3 minutes. It felt like 20. That match went 3 minutes too long. Dave, what are your thoughts? Right from the get-go bad the did match see, gets zero did you see the the headbutts yes that yeah. he was given a call well, I, I, I saw him trying to give well did headbutts. you well you probably didn't see all of it because within 20 seconds of the match we saw the camera pan towards santa claus as the match is happening so they're like oh god this match is gonna be bad wait so. wait santa claus it's ebot it's ebot sullivan no it's santa claus it's ebot it's santa claus why are you saying it like it's just some swedish name he's <laughs> ebot Dave Sullivan. Evod. Yeah, but Dave, you're saying it like it's... Evod. Evod. He, he reads his name backwards, you donkeys. <laughs> you can't say it in the no, Canadian accent. You're call him Evad. You're saying Evod. You're saying Evod. Evod. Duhast. Duhast. Evod. Das Wunderkind. 
We got Brit, we Bridget Nielsen, um, like uh, Dolph Lundgren's. There's, there's even uh, <laughs> Eva. De- <laughs> there's even there's a spot in the match where the cameraman takes a better bump than Kevin Sullivan does. Oh, that was hilarious! And then Mr. T p- pins him. Yeah. <laughs> he best- can't get his arms out of his shirt. The best, the best part about it is that whoever's in the production truck doesn't change. The camera feed, No, we, we see the whole... And we just get everything from the guy on the ground. I'm like, what are we doing it's here? It's like Blair Witch Project yeah. on bad. Oh my god. Uh, beyond that, this match was... Uh, like, this match is like a negative. Yes, it was pretty like, bad. It's like a golf Can we, score. We need to start doing that. Like, negative scores. <laughs> negative two. Ben? Uh, At the some... match, get zero. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Mr. T dressed as a ref? I pity the fools who paid money to watch this hot garbage. Bobby Heenan explains why he's dressed as a ref. He, he's coming. It's his first time. Doesn't he not have any other shirt he can wear? No. Like, Obviously not. I think he thought he was, just like the Honky Talk Man thing, he thought he was going to be the ref. And it turns out he was in the match. When Michael Buffer told him he was in the match. Evad Sullivan getting a pile driver was very warranted. That was actually my favorite part of the match. <laughs> Uh, with his pants falling down. Um, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Jesus. This whole match. Like, I wish I could have played a circus theme in the background. The whole Benny Hill. Okay, now I'll finish it off with this. Mr. T is a WWE Hall of Famer. Don't watch this match. If you're a Mr. T fan, it'll tarnish your good memories of him. That's fair. And I can't talk about this shitty-ass match anymore. I'm done. Uh, you need to repeat what he had said. Dave. Me? Yes. Because I don't remember what he said. You, uh, it's hilarious. Uh, he said something to the effect of... I sent it in the group. Uh, he said, It looks like he stood next to the bars too long while, he got sp- while, while they were spray-painted. Yeah, talk about and Mr. T. I was just shirt. like, no, like there's no shade. Yeah, like it's it, it's not subtle. It's just, just I'm like, right wow. There. Um, this match was awful. Never should have been on a pay per view. Not even on a Clash of Champions. This should have been on like a WCW Saturday Night as as, or WCW. a power plant match. Yeah, Power Hour or something. <laughs> uh, the finish was Jimmy Hart comes down and puts the megaphone in Santa Claus sack. Sack. Do you want to touch my sack? <laughs> what just Gold happened? Gold dust. Hawkaphone. Hawkaphone. The Hawkaphone, they called it. And then distracts Kevin Sullivan. Dave hits him with the megaphone and then T pins him. Now, and I saw that. I'm like, great way to make Mr. T look like a, a weak competitor. Yeah. Yep. Like, he wins by outside interference. Which would be a Faces of Fear move, but what do I know? And then, like, the second match we see... The, like, I was talking about the second match. When, when the, the second of the triple threat. Triple made event! Yeah. And don't they just leave? Well, Dave Sullivan comes and hits him, and then Dave Sullivan goes back out to the outside and continues to uh, talk to the fans, and then just absolutely just gets his ass handed to him, and while Mr. T and Jimmy Hart just leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, dick move, guys! <laughs> It's, it's a good alliance, I'll tell you. Yeah. Our second of the triple main event Daddy. matches. <laughs> Avalanche versus Sting. 
And Sting wins by disqualification at 15 <laughs> minutes. Sting? And 26 seconds. Sting? Sting wins, yeah. The man? The man, the myth, the, the legend. Icon. The man Guess his favorite song. That's an awful song. Ben, what are your thoughts? I'm a Hawkmania. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dave's. Dave's that, that's not how it went. Well, it sounded uh, like the Barney theme, but they I'm said sorry. They, with the Sesame Street what, theme. How did the, the song go? I wanna be. Oh, that's right. Oh, so it gets worse. Yeah. Okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Keep> focus. <laughs> Sting is finally on the card. Like, please bring me some decent entertainment here. Didn't feel too, too much chemistry from these two. Um, Sting did a good job garnishing some sympathy. Um, the fans had a good reaction to him. Um, Avalanche ragdolling him and throwing him around the way he did, I kind of thought was a little unique, different. Um, what's that? It was rude. rude. <laughs> Very rude. He yeah. threw him head first into a freaking rope. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> Just guillotines him. Um, I didn't realize that Kevin Sullivan was a part-time foreign object to be used in matches. Uh, wasn't blown away by the match. It fell short of my expectation. Why Hogan was involved was weird and unnecessary, and it kind of took some uh, that was, flash away from him. But that was his buddy. Stay. I know, but your match is next, so you... No one's seen you for the whole evening, and so you've ruined the anticipation of him coming out last, because he's going to be coming out again in five minutes anyhow. That, that's what annoyed me, is he came yeah. out, and then he went back to the back. I'm like, your match is next, motherfucker. And he got a new shirt out. to rip off again. Yeah. Like, but you know what I mean about Kevin Sullivan? Like, he was used as like yeah. a foreign object? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess he gets another paycheck that way doing that. I guess so. Maybe. Go ahead. Uh, Finish your shit I, I like the opening when Avalanche was shoving Sting and then Sting started shoving him back. And the fans were getting into it. I was like, this is going to be a good match. Maybe. I was wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry you were wrong. <laughs> like, sorry to hear that. I get so frustrated when I see Hogan and Sting because they do heel moves. And the fans cheer it. Like there's a part where uh, Sting does an eye rig right to Avalanche. It's hypocritical, yeah. I'm like, what the... What? Why are the fans cheering this? And then, I just thought it was a very slow match. Now, at the same time, it's Avalanche against Sting, who are different styles. But at the same time, it's I know Avalanche can go. So why wasn't he going? This match was slow. I, I, I thought I could have done without seeing this match. I... Well, here we go. I, well, I disagree with you guys. I thought they told a good story of a big man versus a, a smaller man. I thought Avalanche was doing a decent job being the monster heel in this match. And you're just blinking at me. You look not <laughs> impressed. I've seen way better. Well, I've seen lots better too. But after the first four matches, five matches, I'm like, okay, this is pretty decent. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm done after Mr. <laughs> T. Um... But that's that's all I got. I thought it was decent. Um, so there was an awful ref bump where yeah. <laughs> fucking Sting pushes Avalanche in in, and then the refs behind him into the corner. And then Sting does a stinger splash. So the refs dead, completely knocked out. Uh, Sullivan comes down and they attack Sting. 
until Hogan comes down with a chair to chase them off. And they the, use Sullivan as a foreign object. That's right. And then the second ref comes down and calls for the DQ. Which makes me wonder why they don't do that in every match where this kind of shit happens. But what do I know? Ref discretion. That's right. Um, it was okay. Would you suggest people to watch it? No, don't watch any of this fucking pay-per-view. <laughs> Just stay away. Listen to what we're telling you. Imagine it. And move on with your fucking That's again lives. Starcade 1994. So this is your substitution of watching the pay-per-view. Is listening to us bitch about it. Yeah. And we're only going to go for about an hour. Yeah. That was two hours and 46 minutes. But that's time we're not getting back. Ever. No. Ever. Ever. Nor is the time... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Of the triple main event, which is, which is the main event of the main event, the butcher. Oh, and trust me, there's butchering in this. Versus Hulk Hogan for the WCW title. Hogan is the champ going in, and Hogan wins by pinfall at 12 minutes and seven seconds. Dave, take it away. Right from the <laughs> get-go, I, I, I realize the ref has no control. Like. Is this a D- no DQ match? Is that, this ref that discretion? Is first note as well. Yeah, I'm actually, like, yeah, what is going on? One. The ref's like trying to like. Actually, no, he wasn't even trying. He was just, <laughs> no, he wasn't he was doing anything. Up. That's the wrong word. Not until Butcher wrapped a cord around Hogan's neck and he goes in and starts counting to four. I'm like, who the hell counts a, a legal hold on the outside of the ring to five? Yeah. One. Nick Patrick Two. Does, I'm like, is he counting a. Ten count, or is he going to go to the five count DQ? No wonder he becomes the NWO's referee. Right? He makes shit up as he goes along. He's like, perfect! And Rule then, breaking ref, that's what we need. I realized at this point, I'm like, I wish this match would have ended in a, in a disqualification like right away. Yeah. It would have saved me a lot of time. <laughs> and I would have this over and done with. My, my last note is I fell asleep to the point that my fiance had to wake me up. And I realized, I'm like, oh, when the hell did Hogan get into a sleeper hold? I had no idea what was going on. At the same time, you got into a sleep. I think oh, it was so bad. I can this match end? That's why I kept thinking, can this please end? Can my computer crash? Can something happen? <laughs> that I don't have to watch this. <laughs> I can say, guys, I couldn't watch the match. Sorry. It, something happened. Not saying this is a logical suggestion, but you could have thrown it out the window. I could have done that. Could have. But I would have felt bad. Okay. Well, I fucking hated the story, the short story-esque intro by Michael Buffer to start. But they're best friends. For life. For life. Too sweet. <laughs> that doesn't... Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the match is, like... This pay-per-view has me swearing a whole hell of a lot. Like, this match is fucking horrendous. Didn't the police get called like, to come do a welfare check on you? Because you were swearing so much and screaming and oh, freaking might, out. Might, might, they might have to. Okay, Ed Leslie, the butcher, brutal beefcake, whatever. Brother Brudai? Brother Brudai. <laughs> <laughs> the broody man. Brother, 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 so Ed Leslie leapfrogging over everybody just so Hogan can work with his brother clearly shows that there is no consideration for what's best for the company and best for business, but rather what's best for Hogan's power play 
dark creative control stroke that he has. Well, yeah, because we, we, we watched Vader win a number one, number one contendership match. Yeah. Yeah. And now he, he's got to wait until Super Brawl or whatever. Yeah, I'm was. like, wow. But, I mean, Ed Leslie being in a main event spot is just really, really wrong. Do you remember that match with David San Martino? Yes, the one where he's in How an ankle lock, he's on his back, he's like, ah, my ankle, hold on, hold on, I gotta fix my armbands. Okay, ah, ah, my ankle, my ankle, like, fuck. <laughs> God. <laughs> like, Hogan, the 80s ended a while ago by this point. Why are you having to go through the whole spiel again? Did this not this? feel exactly That's like exactly what match? it was. Oh my God, I'm watching, I'm like... Is this 1989? Like, that, that's exactly what it is in WCW right now. Uh, with him. Uh, he's reliving the 80s. And he's going through the whole fucking thing again. Even the Hulk, it was like, just stop. Just just stop. Just stop. He did play possum. So that was new. <laughs> or as a rest. For no, him. no, he played possum. <laughs> Come on. Brother, 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 brother. brother. Like, yeah, like, Shaka this... It's a, it's not a no DQ match, but it may as well have just been a no DQ match or no holds bar match. Or no. Would it actually had a little bit of sense going into this? Uh, this dog shit couldn't end quickly enough. Uh, to our fans out there, or fan, save yourself the trouble. <laughs> uh, even Macho Man couldn't help matters in this match, and I'm a Macho maniac through and through. Uh, let's see. Um, Cool to see him, but yeah, didn't help. And um, the best part was the post-match interview with Hogan in the locker room. And then Vader comes in. And then in. Vader comes in, and I yeah. go, okay, thank you. Because now you're setting up a program where it's actually a money a money match. <laughs> um, Can we talk about <laughs> when uh, Sullivan actually runs to the ring and then Earthquake walks yeah he does bit, he's, he's got like faster he's trying and it's avalanche <laughs> sir you said, is, you said earthquake it's avalanche tomato tomato <laughs> what <laughs> an earthquake and an avalanche are not the same thing it's the yeah. same character played by the same guy just different name it's and, john tenta anywho um yeah then, it was a gallop sullivan like tries to jump over the top a gallop for for avalanche it was a gallop <laughs> <laughs> a gallop? Well, it wasn't a jog. What would you call that? Well, it was just funny. Not a gallop. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because I would call it a brisk though, joint. Even though, uh, <laughs> even though Avonquake, um, even though Avonquake, <laughs> her, her uh, Earth Avanche, Earth 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 I can't, I can't wait until he changes. Earthalanche. Earthalanche. Even though Earthalanche. I can't, I can't wait until he changes his name to the shark and how you guys make that fucking thing. Shark Avalanche. Shark Earthalanche. Earthalanche shark. Earthalanche shark. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so even though Earthalanche. Shark Ave. Shark Ave or Quake. Even though Quack Avalanche um, slowly got to the ring, he actually arrived at the ring the same time as uh, Sullivan. Sullivan, did. yes. It's like when you're driving, a guy speeds past you and you end up the same red light. Like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Sullivan's like over the top, like sleeping. And then Hogan's punches. I'm like, oh, this whole match. And then, yeah, the match ended and my performer night came out. <laughs> um, Randy Savage starts off his WCW career as he ended his WWF career. Let's not, do the thing! Nope, not wrestling in a match. Nope. 
Okay, can we just do a quick backstory here? Like when Savage arrived on uh, Saturday night, he was asking, Hey, do you know this guy named Hulk Hogan? I want you heard of him, dig it? So anyways, he says either slap him he's going to shake his hand or he's going to slap him in the face. I saw that promo. It was actually pretty good. And so we didn't know what was going to happen. No. Um, we should. Did you guys notice at the beginning when Buffer was doing his thing? Doing his thing. He, doing his thing. <laughs> he announced Hogan and they played his music again. Yeah. Yes, that was stupid. What the fuck was that? And then, like, they play, then they put, put a bunch of fireworks and shit. I'm yeah. going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> He's already in the ring. He's what? there already. Like, what the Let's hell? waste more money on Hogan. Did you miss him coming in? Like, uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you guys didn't say this. You just talked about how bad he was. And he was. But the butcher can't bump. He can really bump. Really? Worth a lick. And that's against Hogan, who also cannot bump. But somehow cannot bump better than Butcher. That makes sense. Um, also, Hogan technically loses the match. Mm. Did you guys notice that? Butcher has him in a sleeper hold. The ref gets his arm up. One, two. The, the fucking arm goes down on the third it hit the, It actually hit the ground. It hits the ground. The match is over. Butcher's technically the WCW champion. Uncrowned. Either way, it's a lose-lose. It is. But <laughs> he's the uncrowned champion. So dumb. He's still the champion as of this time. Uh, so I, as uh, as Avalanche jaunts down, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> and Kevin Sullivan sprints out, but then Avalanche somehow ties him to the ring. Yeah, it was so funny. I'm like, they got to the ring at the same time. How physics was defied. <laughs> Hogan fights off everybody because he's fucking Hogan, and he can do that. <laughs> he only throws one punch, and they can predict it. This was so funny too because he turned around and he punched Butcher, and he. And he, some kind of bumped thing. And then Hogan hits him with the leg drop. I'm like, that, yeah. that's it? One, two, three. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Okay. And then the faces of fear start to gang up on Hogan. And then Savage comes down. And everyone's like, oh shit. And he's like, wait, faces of fear. You were together. He's so loud. <laughs> like, you heard Savage talking. Yeah. Let's do the thing, bro. Let's do the thing. Yeah. And someone's like, shaka bra, shaka bra, shaka bra, shaka bra. <laughs> And then, but Savage plagued them as soon as they turned their backs. He attacked them. And then Savage and Hogan went to attack the same guy because, you know, I guess being <laughs> friends and not friends, but in the same company forever, they can't, like, communicate that maybe you should go to the left and I'll go to the my left and you go to your left. That's where you got confused because my left and your left was very confusing <laughs> to them. But did you, this is the first time I've ever seen a wrestler holding a chair. And run into ha- No, no, no. Having people have... Have someone throw the person at him. So you just... Well, while he just chair. stands there at the chair not moving it. <laughs> I would like to say that Hogan's just trying to protect those guys. And he doesn't want to give them CTE. Hogan knew. He knew. Hogan knew even back well, then. Well, I mean, there's a lot more money to draw with these guys. You can't hurt them, right? Nope. That's right. That's right. I was going to play brother again. <laughs> Calling an audible. And now it's time for tonight's premier performer. And 
Jesse, my performer of the night. I might have to change my Whoa. answer here. Okay, off script initially. Yeah, yeah, I'm going off script. He don't give oh, a fuck about the script. Man. Alex Wright and Paul Levesque, Levesque were Levesque. originally my fuck. performers of the night because they were the only ones who didn't bother me. But mine's actually going to Bobby the Brain Heenan. Is it because of his, his commentary? His commentary was awesome. Oh, Sherry's boobs? Yeah. Mr. <laughs> T? But, the, but then I realized, I'm like, <laughs> Not wait. about his boobs. But I was like, well, wait, wait a minute. Bobby Heenan was actually the only thing that was actually making me enjoy the match for two hours and 44 minutes. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? Give it to Heenan. My tool tonight is, see, this is the problem. There are a lot of tools. You Who's open it? up the tool chest and you have your pick of the litter. That's a true story. Ugh. But, after much consideration, it's Mr. T. Alright. Mr. T is my tool today. And uh, Mr. T, Mr. Tool. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what was your score? It's like you surprised yourself. <laughs> that was, I, I, I sound stupid right there. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I sound completely stupid saying this. But this is a really stupid event. So stupid is begetting more stupid. Uh, <laughs> stupid is now normalcy. Uh, stupid isn't well. Hey, that, that's actually <laughs> arguable nowadays. Oh jeez. Um, and my score was two out of ten. That's that's double. That's how bad. Bunkhouse stampede though. Yeah, we're in bunkhouse stampede territory. We are. Dave. Wow. My performer of the night, due to the fact that we had a lot of bad performers, I gave it to Randy Savage. Alright. Because I actually got excited when he came out. Because I was like, ooh, is he going to slap him? Is he going to punch him? And he didn't either. <laughs> he didn't shake his hand. He didn't do nothing. So I was, I gave it to Ryan Savage because it's so good to see Savage. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, my tool tonight, I gave to Kevin Sullivan because the rat, or sorry, the cameraman did a better bump than him. And that match was just terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, your tool tonight was the second participant in that match. So it makes sense. My overall score was 2 out of 10. And I can't say what I usually say because it offends you guys. So it I'm not does. Say it. Uh, my performer of the night was Sting. It was. I love the shoulder shrug. You're like, nah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was just one of those, like, I had to choose somebody. And Sting's the one that stood out. And it's like, I oh, didn't do too bad. <laughs> so he got. Just be there. honest, you put a bunch of names in the hat. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Uh, my toolbox, this was very easy, the Butcher, because that was fucking awful. Uh, that should have been Hogan and Butcher. Uh, she, uh, she was, uh, we should just give the faces of fear. Oh, yeah. Um, I gave it a 3 out of 10. Wow. Still not wow. good. It's still not you good. You were the nice one out of I was still, was. yeah. But You're usually the dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dick. The way you said that. <laughs> the dick. The dick. <laughs> usually the dick. Not just a tip. All right. <laughs> and as we've talked about in past episodes, Woo. we're going to do a. At the end of the year, ah. we're going to do who the better company was, uh, who our performer of the year was. Whoa. Yes. Or po- Poi. <laughs> Poi. Po- what? Performer of year. 
point. Like, the point. The hell's point? Point. We're, 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 we're doing here. some point. We usually, can't do usually audio point. Usually you say the words and then you say acronym, not acronym, and then we're like, uh. Point. And then there's gonna be toy toolbox of the year. We got boys and, and toys. toys. You know what toys? Well, you know what poi is, right? The fire, the fireball on the rope, and they swing them around like they do in Hawaiian what? ceremonies. That's actually poi. Well, that's pretty crazy yeah. shit. But we can't do poi audio poi. Hey, did you guys it. do any research of your old scores to see who the best company was? Nope, that was nope. all on you. Of course nope. you did. Uh, 1994 went to WWF. Yes. Uh, according to my scores, WWF averaged 4.7 out of 10. Nerd alert. And WCW, <laughs> you're a fucking asshole. WCW averaged 3.8. This is Ooh. not a good year for wrestling. <coughs> Let me tell you. Wow. Getting in 1995. Yes. Brace yourself. Yes. This is calm before the storm. Uh, my performer of the year was Owen Hart. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I dig and it. And my toolbox of the year was Bunkhouse Buck. I can see that. Him and Luger tied with two times that they earned the tool of the night. But Bunkhouse Buck stood out more to me. <laughs> As more aggravating. And Owen Hart was tied with a few others for twice. Uh, Steve Austin, Diesel, and Sting. All got, uh, all got two-time... Performer of the night. Are you counting tonight? Because you just gave this thing again. Yeah, I'm counting tonight. Okay. Yeah, uh, but Owen Hart to me had the best all round year. Oh, so WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, SummerSlam King of the Ring. Jeez. Dave, <laughs> do, you, do you have your poi and toy? <laughs> poi and toy. Uh, my performer of the year I gave to Steve Austin. All right. And my toy, my tool of the year, I gave to Lex Luger. Just his name aggravates me. Lex and uh, Ben? I'm just kind of going through he's, my he's, notes. He's slipping. Well, no, no, well, no. Off trip again. Well, how, well, hold on. No, now you mentioned it, it was like, well, yeah, I should actually go through my notes to see if I can find something really quick. I got uh, Jim Duggan, fuck him and his title win. Um, Lex Luger, Lex Luger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know what? My two, I'm going to go backwards, go off script again. My toy is actually Art Donovan. How much does that guy weigh? <laughs> oh, I get it, I get it. Oh, yeah. okay, I get it. Yeah, okay, now I get it. Oh, okay, now I get it. <laughs> How much does that guy weigh? And you don't even have to explain it. It's, it's just like... <laughs> that has to be a ringtone from now on. <laughs> oh, how much does that guy weigh? <laughs> And my performer of the year, my toy, my boy, boy, your boy, boy, is Bret Hart. Ooh, very solid picks. Very solid picks. Thank you, everyone. And they've all rattled with each other. That's right. That's pretty cool. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And do not watch this pay per view. Just listen. Don't to our, <laughs> listen to our podcast, and that's all you need to know. Follow <laughs> us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hashtag Squared Circle Rewind YYC. And join us when we fast forward to our next rewind. WWF Royal Rumble 1995 with the main event of the Royal Rumble match. On WrestleMania Sunday. We will be recording on WrestleMania Sunday. That is correct. Before WrestleMania. Yep. Because we said to ourselves, how, how do we, we make this longer? How do we make an eight-hour pay-per-view longer? Wow. We let's have an hour to let's, let's do our podcast before because we're going to fucking hate Psych each other. Psych us up. That's, well, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> have a good night, everybody. Toodles.
Thanks for listening! You all come back now! Ta-ta!